my calculations are correct, when this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. Welcome to an episode of, or no, not in, that was weird, but welcome to another episode of 88 Miles Per Hour Podcast. I am your host, Sanch, and as always, I am joined by Renata and Max. <laughs> uh, no, they're not here right now. I'm actually driving. Uh, I thought it'd be funny to record an episode uh, while driving. Uh, call this uh, uh mini cast of 80s or I don't know little 88 lowercase 88 I don't know whatever the hell you want to call it but I thought it'd just be funny to figure out like hey you know what let's have an experiment let me let me record a, a self episode since I didn't really get a with finals and everything I had a crazy um actually more like three weeks and it's been tough even when we recorded uh, our episode 37 and 38, uh, Monster Squad 37, and then March Madness 38. Uh, I never even create any logos for it. Normally I do, I create some logos, uh, like images that say, Hey everybody, new episode is up! And um, I didn't do that, I just told Max, Hey Max, just post something, here you go. Um, so yeah, it's been really hectic, but finals are finally over. So um, yeah, we're going to... You know, that's why I wanted to get uh, an episode going here for you guys at least. So get your guys' fill for the for the week at least. I don't know, unless you, you're, you like, sad. You're like, oh, man, I didn't go to hear Renata. Or, like, oh, man, where's Max? I want to hear video games, you know. So I don't know. I, I, I'm, I No one probably sounds like that from our fans. But, you know, uh, you're stuck with me for today. So, yeah, so... Um, Let's see what do we want to talk about. All right, so I saw the the, the first image released of uh, Pee Wee's uh, Big Holiday uh, Adventure. I don't know what the hell. It's, what's the title? I don't have my computer, so I can't really look at it right now. But I saw the image, and it's um, I I I was uh, it looked. I'm like, God damn! I'm like freaking Pee Wee Pee Wee Herman, man. Uh, I noticed though he did lose weight because I I remember a while back he was on. I don't know if it was Conan O'Brien. It may have been Conan. And he kind of looked like... A, I think it was when he first came out as Pee-wee. When, you know when he was doing those Broadway stage shows? And he kind of looked like a little bit... I mean, you know, aging, obviously. But he wasn't as skinny. So it was kind of weird because I was so used to seeing Pee-wee Herman as a... You know, his characters being skinny. You know, it's like it's certain characters, like you can't picture them being a certain way. and And since that's his character, like... It was weird to see him, like, a little bit bigger. And I'm not saying he was, like, fat. like, you know, I washed myself on a rag on a stick. Like, not that. Like, I'm not saying that. It was just, you know, it was a little bit bigger. But when I saw the image, he looked smaller. So I'm assuming he got ready for the role. I mean, I'm excited to see what this film is going to be about. It's so crazy that we didn't get a, a big picture, like, a motion picture. We were getting it on freaking Netflix. So I don't know. It's it's I, it, what's cool is like it's the future of uh, of where things are going now, and and who knows? Like I mean, hell, it, it might get to the point where it's just like, f it, let's just green greenlit a movie and release it on Netflix. Like, why why take forever and get it on a freaking you know like a theater? Because there's always movies that people are always talking about for the longest time. Like, all right, let's just talk Monster Squad real quick. Like for the longest time. There's been talks about a Monster Squad uh, reboot, a remake. I'm trying to remember the freaking guy who was invested in it for the longest time. And I remember reading it back in 08, reading the article about, you know, Monster Squad being like, oh, you know, remake. And it never got made, you know. And I know maybe I'm, I'm right here, I'm, I'm preaching to the wrong crowd. Because there's so many people who are like, what? You know, like, they don't want, like, remakes and stuff. But 
I don't see anything wrong with that. Like, I mean, I, I, I got like that once when they, look, I'm a huge Karate Kid fan. When I was a little kid, like, I love the Karate Kid. I remember my mom would always buy me Karate Geese because I just, I want, I was the best around, you know, and nothing's going to ever keep me down, you know. And history would always repeat itself. And, you know. <laughs> but seriously, though, I remember. I don't know how many karate geese I owned. And I loved wearing a bandana around my head. But, like, because I was either emulating, you know, Daniel-san or Rambo. Uh, majority of the time, it was usually Rambo. And I would never want to take it off. My mom would be like, she's like, come on, take it off. I need to wash it because it would get nasty, dirty. But I was like... Nah, man, like, I, if I take it off, I lose my powers, you know, like, that, and I thought I was Mr. T at some point, but, uh, yeah, like, I, I love the Karate Kid, and when I announced they were making the Karate Kid, you know, in which, at one point, no lie, they were gonna call it the Kung Fu Kid, because where they were shooting this and what was going on, it wasn't gonna be karate, yeah, like, that he was learning, it was called Kung Fu, so at one point, it was almost called the Kung Fu Kid, you know, and then uh, they were even gonna make a reference in the movie, be like, "Where are you, some karate kid?" Like they were gonna do all this BS about. It. And I remember I was so upset because I was like, "Like really? Like how can you remake the Karate Kid? Like this is horseshit!" Like, oh sorry, but um, this is like terrible. Like how the hell can you create a, a remake of the Karate Kid? And then when they cast like freaking what's his name? Uh, the Will Smith kid, I can't think of his name right now, I was like, alright, this, uh, come on, like, they're not even going with, like, a teenager, because I felt like it would be ten times better with teenagers, why? Because, see, when you watch the original Karate Kid, Danielson gets his ass handed to him, like, he gets effed up by these freaking bullies, and it's, like, we see real bullies here, like, picking on him, you know, I mean, you know, you hear, like, Cruel Summer by Bananarama, like, as he's driving to school, like, first day of school, all happy on his bike, and then he's like, this kid, he's all about soccer, you know, he's like, yeah, I'm gonna play some soccer, and, you know, his name's not even Juan, and he loves soccer, you know, like, he's like, alright, you know, or football, eh? but, yeah, he's playing, he loves soccer, and then these guys just mess with him, and he gets kicked off from even trying, like, they said, nah, you're gone and he walks away all mad he's like this school sucks you know and like they just f with them so much and they and even one point they beat the hell out of them and when they were gonna do the karate kid i'm like they're not gonna do this with little kids what are they gonna do throw spit wads in which like i was just like nah no way and then also too mr miyagi like how can you get someone else that's gonna even come close to pat marita and then they announced that it was gonna be freaking jackie chan i was like really jackie chan like i don't know like all i've ever seen him what he's been doing is like serious like like just comedies and being funny and stuff like i have yet to see him do like a serious take so i thought it was gonna be all silly goofy like whatever and i was just upset and then i listened to uh an episode of a podcast you guys probably would know. It's called Smodcast. It was with Kevin Smith. And they were talking about... I, I, I've always been a, had trouble finding this damn episode again. But they started talking about uh, remakes. And he really opened my eyes about remakes. And what he was saying was... It's like... Why are we so up in arms about remakes and reboots? Look the original still exists it's not like they're destroying every copy you don't have to go see the new one your original is still there it still exists and it kind of opened me up so when i saw the karate kid i was pleasantly surprised of you know the how well the movie was i yes i was upset that there was some cg in it and that was stupid it was pretty dumb but hey I, I, you know, I was, I wasn't really that upset with it. So whenever they announce like remake, I'm sorry, remakes and reboots, it doesn't bother me because it's like, well, f it. I mean, if it sucks, it sucks. I still get my original. That's why, like, with you know, we didn't have Max on the show then, but Max was so against the Ninja Turtles remake. We're gonna be having a, a Ninja Turtles episode soon about the cartoons and we'll probably get into the movies why not you know hey 
Marty, Marty and Doc weren't always, you know, in the 80s. They traveled all over the place. So sometimes the DeLorean, you know, it might not take us right into the 80s. It might take us other places. So so we'll be doing a Ninja Turtles episode soon. But, yeah, but Max was so against it. Like, we, we would go, like, back and forth. And to me, I was like, dude, like, who cares? Like, what? They're not destroying your... How the hell does a movie destroy someone's childhood? Please explain that to me. I don't understand how the hell someone's childhood, like, like, how? It's still there. The, like when people say, like, oh, he's destroying my childhood, Star Wars. What did George Lucas just magically transfer to you, like, like teleport to that moment when you were a kid and watching Star Wars, and he just pissed on your head? Like, no, you, you that experience, that memory is still there. He didn't destroy nothing. This guy created that stuff. If he wants to, like, freaking go in there and film himself taking a poo for two hours with C-3PO, he can. It's his freaking movie. He can do what he wants, you know? It's like, I can say, like, yeah, they sucked. All right, I didn't like them. But uh, other than that, like, how would he ruin anybody's childhood, you know? So that's why it's like when Max was like, oh, they ruining my childhood. I'm like, what childhood, dude? If you were a fan of the comics originally, you would have been pissed off that the cartoon destroyed the comic book because it no way in hell really follows the comic except for, the hey, there's characters, there's turtles, there's a rat, there's a, you know, a shredder. And they, the whole purpose of, like, you know, freaking uh, Splinter was to train these turtles to seek revenge and kill Splinter. I mean, Shredder. No, Splinter. Yeah, whatever. You know what I mean. So yeah, you know, it's like, so it's like someone's take on some source material. It's like, all right, this source material exists. I'm going to go out and shoot it. Yeah, you can be unhappy with casting and this and that. But in the end, it's like, look, the cartoon is still there. I could watch the cartoon, you know, hey, the movies are still there. I can watch the movies, you know, they, they've already had like different renditions of the Ninja Turtles cartoon. You know, there's a CG version. There's like different, there's one right now. Hell, there was a live action Ninja Turtles in the like the in the I think the late nineties. Um, that even had a female turtle. So why isn't everybody all up in arms and bitching about that? You know, it's just like movies. So that's why it's like remakes, it's like if it happens and I guess originally I don't even know why the hell I brought this up, but I know I wanted to go into the Ghostbusters. Because but Ghostbusters is one that's like, alright, dude, we got we are Ghostbusters, you know, people go, you know, it, freaking Ray Stance has been trying to get it made for the longest time and it's finally getting made but there's it's weird because they're doing two versions there's one that's like that Paul Fig is doing and it's and you know here's the one thing a lot of you that don't understand is that um see it seems like Paul Fig what he's actually doing is like it's a franchise of like the Ghostbusters so it's like there's a lot of Ghostbusters that exist, you know, it's not just them, like, hey, we're the first ones, like, it seems like there's a bunch of Ghostbusters that exist, or something like that, and that was the original Ghostbusters, and the original Ghostbusters, uh, in the original script, the idea of how it started, is, like, Ghostbusters were firemen, that's kind of how, like, the whole firehouse even started, too, how, why they're there, is that in Ghostbusters, they had, they, yeah, they had, um, uh, freaking, like the fire the like they were all over the place just like the way police were the way firemen were that's what ghostbusters was going to be they were going to be all like that and they were going to you know go and save the day and stuff like that so so it's kind of like what they're going you know with i sorry i got distracted because i'm kind of like debating i'm like i'm hungry i don't know what to get and I'm going to be doing, like, some contests at work. Uh, it's a Biggest Loser contest. So I figure I'm like, all right, you know, got to lose some of the pounds, you know. And um, and so I was like, all right, I'm just using this last week to eat bad. So that's why I'm like, F it. Like, what should I get? Some McDonald's or Del Taco? I don't know. Um, I am kind of craving some chicken nuggets, you know. But I'm also craving some, like, chicken soft tacos. So I, I, I really don't know what I want to get. So, um... So yeah, oh, I look. There's there's no line here at McDonald's, but I'm really craving those chili cheese fries from Del Taco. So I don't know. I don't know what to do. <laughs> so that's why I got kind of distracted. But but yeah, you know what? F it. All right, I'm gonna pause you guys for a bit, and I'm gonna yeah. So here we go. 
Cause you're only a man And a man's got to learn to take it Try to believe Though the going gets rough That you gotta hang tough to make it History repeats itself Try and you succeed Never doubt that you're the one And you can have your dream You're the best around Nothing's gonna ever keep you down You're the best around Nothing's gonna All right, so they were only accepting cash only at Mickey and I don't have any cash on me. I just have my card. You know what? It's like, all right, um, I got to point out about something. It's like, right here, this is Norm, but every place that you go to really now has, should have like some form of payment with cards. Like, I know there's system down, and that's totally understandable, but like, there is this like little Caesars by my house that till like just very very recently had started accepting cards and it's like really like no one carries cash anymore like now when you see a homeless person and they're asking you for change like now it's actually probably true that you're like I don't have anything on me me you know, in the past like everybody always carried money cash and change but now it's just like it's very it's very rare that anybody carries any cash on them so i feel like every place should have a form of like to pay with a, a card debit or or credit or whatever because it's just like like who the hell carries cash you listening to me right now how many can can in your pocket in your wallet do you have cash on you you know if you do tweet us and say hey i got cash on me <laughs> but no don't really don't do that there's just one place to go for all your spatula needs. Spatula City! Spatula City! A giant warehouse of spatulas for every occasion. Thousands to choose from in every shape, size, and color. And because we eliminate the middleman, we can sell all our spatulas factory direct to you. Where do you go when you want to buy name brand spatulas at a fraction of retail cost? Spatula City! Spatula City! And this weekend only, take advantage of our special liquidation sale. Buy nine spatulas, get the tenth one for just one penny. Don't forget, they make great Christmas presents. And what better way to say I love you than with the gift of a spatula? Spatula City! Spatula City! Hello, this is Cy Greenbloom, president of Spatula City. I like their spatula so much, I bought the company. Spatula City, seven locations. We're in the yellow pages under spatulas. My, where did you get that lovely spatula? Spatula City, we sell spatulas, and that's all. All right, ladies and gents, I am back. Oh, you know what? During that time, I'm gonna do like little commercial breaks uh, when I pause out and stuff like that. So it'll kind of be like songs, but it won't be like long ass songs. It'll just be little like tidbits. So yeah, and then maybe it'll be like that AMC thing. You know how like at AMC when they go like, that was such and such artist. And their latest CD, you know, and uh, <laughs> so I'll probably do something like that. Um, maybe not. I'll just play the damn song. But yeah, um, I, you know, I really, I really want to have a music episode. I was supposed to record a music episode earlier today uh, with, uh, actually, I've had her on the show before. It was my Christmas episode that I did. Um, it was when we did Scrooge and um, uh, Vacation, uh, Christmas Vacation. So, and I know, uh, I'm like, I just want to, because it's kind of hard, because, like, I know Max is more about, like, movies and gaming. Um, Renata is also about, like, movies, um, fashion, you know. Um, her music is very, like, different compared to mine when it comes to 80s. She, like, she enjoys the 80s that I'm not a fan of, really. Like, I love New Wave and Sith Pop 80s. <laughs> Excuse me. And I haven't really had that opportunity to talk 80s you know um i really just i mean 80s i'm sorry i really want to talk like you know like like for instance like i know i don't even know if i've already told the story of how i met depeche mode where i hung out with like well i've only hung out with like freaking two-thirds of the of the band you know i hung out with martin gore and andrew fletcher um but yeah like i i i I've never really talked much about the Pesh Mode. I mean, I would have to say, like, my favorite band that came out of the 80s would be Depeche Mode. I love, love Depeche Mode. 
Um, I my favorite song has to be off of the album Music for the Masses, and it's the song Nothing. Um, just something about that song to this day is just amazing. Like, look, I love synthesizers. I love keyboards. I love that sound. That's why, like, it's why a lot of the music I enjoy now features some form of music of electronic instrument that would be like a keyboard or a synthesizer I, you know um some like little recorder media board and stuff like that and i i love it i know the 80s got a bad rap for that because a lot of real musicians like that i, I let, let me i'll correct that i know that sounded weird right now i said real musicians but let me just fix this at that time frame the the people who saw themselves as real musicians that were in bands that played like instruments that were like guitars and stuff like that they felt like it's like really like you you need no talent to like like and to create sound and this and that and like guitar players rock bands all this stuff like a lot of them like hated that music because they felt like dude you need no talent to just like rock it you know and um it's like even if you, if you listen what i mean i love this game and it's uh grand theft auto vice city when you listen to wave 104 <laughs> where boys and girls look the same isn't that strange i i love that freaking game i, I that's all i listened to was wave 104 but there's a commercial for synth and sound and it's like yeah it's like he's like hey synth and sound look and then he play, he presses a button. He's like, I just played that by pressing one button. And they, like they make a joke about like not having. And that's what was huge about the 80s. You know, it's like, yeah, like you don't need any talent. And then guitars came about. So then they got made fun of and mocked because they're like, oh, now you're trying to act like a guitar player. It's like, you know, I, you still have to have some talent. Like I bought a synthesizer long ago. I had no idea how to work that. I had no goddamn talent. And I still couldn't figure out how to play anything, you know. So it's not like, you know, you have to have some form of talent, especially to play, like, a keyboard and stuff like that. Dude, it's hard. Like, I, 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 I would not, I would never be able to pull it off because you have to have coordination to be playing one thing on one hand and then playing another thing on another hand. But that's why, like, when it comes to my music, like, I, I love that stuff now. Like, you know, you add that to And, yeah, there's going to be drums and guitars and stuff like that. So one thing about Depeche Mode, though, like, as much as I love Depeche Mode, I kind of, like, I, I got a little bummed out when they started going drumming. Like, when they started adding the drums to, live drumming, I mean, to their shows. Like, I know they really pulled, started doing that when it was uh, Songs of Faith of Devotion. So, when that came about, when that album came out in, what, 93, right? Um, when they when they performed live, you know... Um, Alan Wilder, uh, he he would provide the live drumming for the for the for the group, and I mean it, it's cool and all that, but I feel like when when they're playing, they're, when you listen to the CD, it's not live drumming. So why would you do live drumming when the you know it's like that's one thing like I I I don't like is when like you hear the song the music one way, but then they're playing it differently live like. I, I don't know. I never understood that myself, but um, it's just like, yeah. I mean, it's, not, it's still not bad, you know. I know uh, Dave's voice is a bit deeper now. You know, it's not as like like you know the way it was. I guess higher or whatever. Um, it's a little bit deeper, but it's still freaking awesome. Like, I, I mean, I I love them. I mean, there's a there's they're like honestly like when it comes to their albums, the weakest album for me. It, it probably had to be um, their this last album that they had. I mean, it, it grew on me much later when it came to Depeche. Like, like, like this, like it, it grew on me. But for the longest time, I was just like, "Wow, like this album sucks." Like, you know, "Soothe Your Soul" is probably the only great song on this, but the rest of it's garbage. But it, it grew on me. I started to love it, and when I saw them live, I even love the music even more so sometimes that you know that has that ever happened to you where like you hear a certain song and like uh and and you're like whatever but then they play it live and you're like dude this song is effing amazing and then now when you go back and listen to it you're like dude i love this and that actually happened with me with uh exciter um they had the song the dead of night and that song i was not a fan of I remember my little brother 
Well, I was I was driving a lot uh, around a lot of places back when, and and my little brother would would follow me on these little adventures. Like I would go out to Burbank to go pick up. Um, uh, for those of you that don't know the area, uh, Burbank is an area where like that's a city. Oh, it's close to Universal Studios. It's close to uh, Warner Brothers. Actually, Warner Brothers Studios there. Um, oh, Disney, uh, Walt Disney Studios, and uh, ABC Studios, like the networks, all that is there. Um, the animation studio for Disney is actually in Burbank. Um, so yeah, so um, that, you know, we would go out there, and I would go like to drop off film, get it processed, and pick it up afterwards. So I would take my little brother everywhere. And I remember we were on a, an Exciter kick for a while, listening to Exciter a lot. And that was the one song we would skip would be freaking Dead of Night. I was not a fan of Dead of Night. I was just like, you know, we are the Dead of Night. Bam, bam. You know, we're in the zombie room. Bam, you know. And then it would be like, trash you know this is horrible you know and then even the scene like when we're the horniest boys take the loneliest girls or i don't even remember the lyrics right now you know take the easiest girls to our sleaziest world all that we live for whatever anyways the the point is is that the song sucked all right but then my little brother's first concert, you know, unless you count Bubbo and Karaoke, but my, my little brother's first concert was Depeche Mode, you know, the Exciter tour, and I, I took him, we saw it at the Staples Center where the Lakers play, um, what you got, so yeah, we went, and where the Kings play, so if you're fans of those teams, or you just know, that's where we saw them, and we got uh, floor tickets. At, you know what, actually, let me tell the story on that real quick, so we were supposed to see Depeche Mode, and and uh, my dad, he was a, for the longest time, he was a DJ. He, he would, you know, go DJ parties because he was actually a, a Mexican radio DJ. He did a comedy show. So picture whatever, you, wherever you live, you know, the morning DJ shows with the comedians and whoever they're doing, they're cracking their jokes on. If you're in LA, you would picture like Kevin and Bean and stuff like that. Well, my dad was like that. Like he, he was a, a morning radio DJ. Um... He was at, oh, perfect, Coachella. That's where he was based out of. He would actually, that area where Coachella's at and all of that, that's where his the station was. And that, that whole area out there, Palm Springs, all that, he was the, the radio DJ for the morning there. And um, so after after he left that, you know, when our little brother was born, this and that, he realized, like, oh, I want to be around more. Like, because, you know, when we were growing up, he was always having to work on weekends and stuff like that and, and doing events and so on and so forth. So when my little brother was born, he's like, yeah, you know, I want to be around more and blah, blah, blah. So that was awesome on that part. So he, he but he still had that, that bug, that passion. Like, I love to entertain. It's the kind of where I actually know it's where I, I honestly, where I get it from. My dad just, he's a, he's a great speaker. He talks like you want to hear him talk like, you, you know, go listen to Brothers Bear episode 15 he does an awesome intro like a quinceanera intro because that's what my dad started doing and he's just like i'm gonna start djing parties and he would go and dj and he would actually um he loved just talking he was actually at, in high school or, or like towards the end like uh, of his high school years he was in a band all the instruments were his everything was in he was in a band and he got kicked out of his own band by the guys because he talked too much. Imagine Blink-182 before Blink-182. That was my dad. You know how with Blink-182 when they go in between songs and they start talking, they're funny? Well, my dad started doing that. He would do that way more than playing the music. And the guys got, like, irritated because they're like, dude, we want to, like, play music. And my dad was like everybody was loving him and the guys were getting jealous because like okay now no one wants to hear their music they just want to hear you so they kicked them out of the band uh, so that's why i saw his way of like of still being entertaining talking all that was being a dj so he started djing and stuff and then at that point he realized hey i can make extra money i'm gonna buy a bunch of tables and chairs and rent them to whoever hires me to be a dj so there's this one day where it's like all right the tickets are gonna go on sale for for the Depeche Mode, you know, for I think it was in O two, um, or O three, I believe it was in O two. I can't remember right now. I apologize, guys. 
Um, so he was, uh, so the day that on Saturday morning they were going to go on sale at 10. Well, that day, my dad, he, he's like, hey, we're going to go, and I don't, we're going to drive out far. He's like, go help me to pick up the tables and chairs. I was like, oh, crap. So we drove out there, and I'm like, we're like, oh, please get, let's get back before 10. Please, let's get. And I saw the time. It was getting closer and closer. Finally, we get home. I was like, yes. I turned on the computer, and it was a PC. It wasn't a Mac. So it, you know how long it took for it to load. And finally, then, and, and, and I was having issues because I was like, God, it's not loading. And I finally get on there on Ticketmaster, and I buy some tickets. I get tickets and they're way in the nosebleeds. I didn't care. We got us tickets and we were happy. Cause, but I, I was like, I felt like, ah, crap, because of the whole stupid chairs and all that. I wasn't able to get us good seats. Well, what happened was that we um, we ended up getting like a, 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 a car or something. Something had happened where um, the... Uh, I, I, you know, I can't remember exactly what it was. I'm trying to think because I don't think that was us. But, um, well, there was, I think there was like some random error or something. No, there wasn't an error actually. Now, okay, now I remember. So we went to uh, Ticketmaster to go pick it up, like to go get the tickets. Um, and when we went, something had happened with the with the the card like something went weird so they're like oh yeah uh it 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 didn't it declined the card but um it it wasn't your fault it was our it was on our end we're like okay so what now they're like well your your seats they're not available but we have seats for you and they're on the floor so and we're like oh hell yeah so we actually got floor seats to go see the patch mode. So we're like, F, like hell yeah! Like so, we were me and my little brother were freaking ecstatic. Like they're like, now we're gonna see the patch mode, but on the floor. So we went to go see the patch mode on the floor, and and we're like, all right, so this is awesome. My little brother was excited because it's his first concert, you know, and it's a big concert. So I'm taking him to see the patch mode, and I'm excited because I'm like, hey, excited, get it? Um, you Depeche Mode fans are laughing, but um. You know, and we're, we're there to see Depeche Mode. And then, you know, the song Dead of Night comes on. And it was amazing. The drums to that song live, man, like, I swear. It was like you having, like, your freaking, like, an awesome, like, hot fudge sundae. And the they, it just, like, the drumming was the whipped cream on top, like, it added awesome to something awesome already, you know, and I was like, dude, the song was, was, it was just badass, like, I remember me and my little brother looked at each other, like, wow, this song is, like, ten times better, and what was cool is that my little brother was always tall, so there was no worries about him, like, not being able to see, like, there was, there, you know, so, um, they were, you, you just clearly see, like, he had no issues, so that's what, like, he didn't have to stand on a chair, you know, um, so it, that's what was awesome. Like my little brother was able to enjoy the show in which I remember. And I, this is, I mean, times are 10 times different now than it was then. But there was two guys in front of us who were gay and, um, you know, they were holding hands and they were kind of kissing. So with me, I was, I wasn't worried. Like I was like, Oh, why are they doing that? Er, I didn't care. But I was just like, Oh, well, this is going to be my little brother. Probably first time seeing gay guys. And I'm like, all right, I don't know if he's going to ask me or not, but in which he didn't because we actually had a great time with those guys because one of them got really drunk and he started singing dressed in black again. And man, to this day, we laugh about that because this guy was so drunk and, and like singing along and he just saying, I was just having a great freaking time. So it was cool. You know, he's like dressed in black again. Like it was hilarious. If you know the song, you'd probably be like, all right, I get, you know, but it, it, it was a great time. And like I said, like hearing that song live was amazing. And after that, I started loving that song live, you know. And, it, and I, I'm, I'm telling you, like, for those of you listening, uh, you probably, you probably had that where you're like, I mean, if you have, please, please, like, Facebook us, Instagram us, um, tweet us, let me know what song off an album you hated, you're like, or, or you're just like, whatever about Skip, and then you heard that, 
you heard it live like you saw that this artist this band whatever whatever it was you saw them live and then you were like oh no 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 like i love it or or you know what even if you don't want to go down the music route but i really would love for you to go down that music route but like let's just say a movie that you saw maybe or or you were just like or you didn't even watch it but you're like dude that looks so stupid and then you watched it and you're like wow like i love it so if you have any of those situations like please tweet us instagram us anything i want to hear i want you know connect with us fans like i know you guys are out there and some of you do you know but don't be shy honestly like trust me we're 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 normal peeps you know like i i have heard that from friends who i've become friends with like certain fans and some more so because of brothers bear and i've always asked like why didn't you ever contact or call like the show or whatever and they're like that's because i'm scared i don't know what to say blah 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 and they say like i always hear that people always want to call the show but they're always afraid so don't be afraid just just you know because it, it, it's cool because it's cool to hear from our fans and and when we throw questions out there we would love to hear your guys's comments so so yeah so tell us like what what what, what was that was there a song because like i said i'm on the depeche Mode's dead of night was that one freaking song that i was just like eh, you know skip and then i fell in love with it and it was cool because i remember i had to work that day when the album came out and I, I, I put it on my little brother because he I, I really like now my little brother's different on when it comes to his taste in music, but he still loves the Peshmo. But um, I really got him into a lot of music. So he and my older brother, too, like the cure and stuff like that. But my little brother grew up with everything that we loved. So when that new album was going to come out, my little brother was already a fan of Depeche Mode. So he wanted it too. So I remember I, I, I put it in charge of like my mom and my little brother. They're like, hey, can you go buy this album for me, please? And they told me they had to go to a few Best Buys because it was sold out everywhere. So it was like really cool because, I mean, hell, if you think about it, the last album before Exciter was freaking um, Ultra. And, and then we got a best of the singles, uh, 98, uh, remember, cause that's when they had the singles tour and that was my first concert was the singles tour. Um, in which I could probably continue talking more, but I'm like, I've been driving around in circles so I can, uh, I don't want to get home and be all talking cause it's kind of late. But anyways, um, but yeah, like with Depeche Mode, um, it, it, it was just cool that, that it's like all oh, this album. And I remember at first I was, it was kind of mellow. I was like, it wasn't like, like from what we heard on the, on Ultra to this, it was very mellow. But then it, it became like such a great album, like freaking um, Free Love. Oh my gosh, man. That song is, uh, seriously, it's beautiful. Come on. Because this is Free Love. Come on, man. That is great. No hidden catch. No strings attached. It's Free Love. Ah. Oh. Like, seriously come on how can you not love freaking that that album you know um was it uh god i want to say i feel love. no yeah is that right i you know i feel, yeah i feel love because i always get that one confused with that other donna i think it's a donna summer song or whatever you know um or is it or is that one i freaking uh, i can't think of the song of it. i'm probably getting the title you know the the song dun 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 it's a dark night I feel Yeah I guess it is I feel love um, That one's freaking cool That's like the most like upbeat And then I am you uh, Right yeah that oh, Damn that one's also that, that, that one is like higher love That's the higher love song of that Because I love songs in Faith of Devotion um, seriously, if you if you're a Depeche Mode fan, you're probably enjoying this episode, and you're like, oh, I don't know Depeche Mode, so you're probably like lost because I'm not talking movies or anything. But but I mean, I haven't really been able to talk about Depeche Mode, so I'm having fun right now talking about Depeche Mode. Um, but yeah, um, I am you, um, them. That that song is freaking just amazing. Uh, yeah, like I said, Depeche Mode. I'll probably talk more about them because I didn't even really get into the 80s side of Depeche Mode. Uh, but my food's getting cold, so I'm just going to head home. But, yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So, please, uh, you know, give me some feedback, uh, comment, everything. Let me know what you thought about this episode real quick. Let's get uh, some shout-outs. Shout, shout, 
uh, want to give a shout out to uh, just all you guys out there, all you fans that have been, uh, you know, downloading the show and listening to the show, liking all the pictures, especially March Madness. Uh, thanks for that, for you guys participating. Um, it, it's just, it really makes our day. You know, we're just we're we're just average, typical people. You know, who are just fans of the '80s, who are friends and just like you know want to share our love with you guys and you guys listening to us just it it makes us happy you know so uh seriously thank you for that um also two other you know podcasts out there we're friends with the uh, hydrate level four you know science of the mics you know you guys uh been awesome with us uh and any other podcasts out there you know freaking uh, Jack of all nerds, you guys are freaking awesome. We had Michael Maxwell on our Clue episode sit in with us. Um, so yeah, so uh, you know, obviously check out you know Brothers Bear podcast. You know, where that's my other that's that's all geek everything. You know, um, so yeah, so thank you for everybody. You know, and, and like I said, please, uh, please, please, please let me know like the questions I threw out there, but also to just. Let us know. Let me know what you think about this episode. Well, you know, do you want to hear more like solo episodes? Because trust me, I spend a lot of freaking time in the car. So I feel like if I can't record with uh, Max or Renata, like I figure like, why don't I do a solo episode? But if you guys hated this, uh, you thought it sucked, just tell me. I don't care. It's all right. Because then I won't do it again. Because then I'd rather have you guys listen to something you want to hear. You know, um, I don't even know if the audio sounded good. I did this already once with my little brother for Brothers Bear. We did a mini bear or a little bear, I think we called it. Um, so, yeah. So, just let me know what you guys thought about this. Um, hopefully, I sounded all right. I tried to talk loud, so it's hurting my throat now. Because, obviously, I don't really have a deep voice. So, it, when I have to make it loud like this, it starts to hurt. But, yeah. So, um, that that's it. Uh, you know what? Song of the Week. I, I, you know what, I, I'm going to have to go Depeche Mode, of course, I mean, there's no, there's no way other than just going Depeche, so, let's see, what should I give you for Depeche Mode, I, I don't even know, have I given you guys nothing, I think I have given you nothing, if I didn't, I apologize, I'm like, because I'm going to feel like an ass, because I don't, by memory, I don't remember what's, what I've given you for Song of the Week, um, of what, Depeche, but, um, you know what? I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with for Depeche Mode. Let me see. What can I give you? Freaking God! I don't know. Uh, all right. You know what? I'm gonna do this. Uh, I'm gonna give you. Ah, oh, all right, all right, all right. So it was um catching up with Depeche Mode that album. It was like a best of, but they did have a few new songs towards the end. So, I'm actually going to give you Flexible. I love Flexible. Um, that song was really gives takes me back to the summer of uh, 1999. Because I was playing those X Games. Uh, the X Games game on... Um, on PlayStation 1, and I remember, like, I hated, like, the music, so I would mute it out, and as I was racing, trying to win, being a rollerblader or whatever, um, I would just have Depeche Mode on the background, and I remember I was so on a Depeche kick at that moment, like, I was just, like, on that album, and I was listening to, uh, Flexible a lot, like, Flexible, and it's called The Heart, so I think, you know, I'm gonna give you Flexible, um, just because I wanted to give something that, isn't one of their, like, you know, like, songs that, obviously, if you're a Depeche Mode fan, you know it, but, you know, I didn't want to give you something that's, like, the typical, like, oh, it's going to be on the radio type of song, so, I just want to give you Flexible, because I like that one, you know, it, it's a great song, has a good, good beat to it, you know, I ask myself, is it a sin to be flexible when the boat comes in, uh, it's just, it's cool, you know, the woo, woo, Ah, <laughs> uh, seriously. But all right, so yeah, all right, I'm gonna go, guys. Um, I'm gonna, you know, I just had fun on my little trip. Trip? What the fuck? But I think it's time to stop recording and and start, you know, putting in the the date correctly in the time circuit, so I could travel up to 88 miles per hour and head back to the future.
Yeah. 
Jane's Cameron January.